Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, January 31st, Authority. We're having scripture today from Psalms 111. Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all of my heart in the counsel of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. Glorious and majestic are his deeds, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works, given them the lands of other nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are steadfast forever and ever done in faithfulness and uprightness. He provided redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. Jesus and his followers went into Capernaum. Immediately on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and started teaching. The people were amazed by his teaching, for he was teaching them with authority, not like the legal experts. Suddenly, there in the synagogue, a person with an evil spirit screamed, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Holy One from God. Silence, Jesus said, speaking harshly to the demon. Come out of him. The unclean spirit shook him and screamed. Then it came out. Everyone was shaken and questioned among themselves. What's this? A new teaching with authority? He even commands unclean spirits and they obey him. Right away the news about him spread throughout the entire region of Galilee. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Here we are, still in the first chapter of Mark's gospel. A lot has happened. Jesus has been baptized. Jesus has called some of his disciples. He is announced the kingdom and reign of God. And now we have Jesus entering into his ministry. His first act in his ministry 
is to enter the synagogue at Capernaum. In Luke's gospel, he has Jesus beginning his ministry in the synagogue as well. But there are some very di distinct differences between the gospel of Mark and the gospel of Luke. As is usual, the gospel of Mark's accounting of this is rather short. It's brief, it's without a lot of details, and we just get a few points. In the Gospel of Luke, we learn a lot more. We learn what Jesus actually taught. We even hear which scroll is pulled out and read from on that day. And that Jesus reads from Isaiah. And when Jesus finishes the reading, he makes the announcement, these scriptures have been fulfilled in your hearing this morning. There we are with a point of reference. And we, we look for details like that. We like to hear such details. Quite honestly, quite often we ask questions about the scriptures that are, scripture, that are questions that we want to know, but don't have a lot to do with what Jesus is trying to teach us. They don't have a lot to do with what we need to learn about the reign of the kingdom. And we might feel that way this morning as we look at the Gospel of Mark. Jesus enters into the synagogue. Jesus begins teaching. We have no idea what he is teaching about. We know that those who are listening to his teaching are amazed, but we don't know what what scroll he has read from. We don't know what lesson he is telling them. But we do know one very important fact. And it's the fact that it goes from Jesus' first moment of teaching to Jesus' first moment of healing or exercising. Because all of a sudden, someone in the room had an evil spirit. And the evil spirit screams out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Holy One from God. Silence, Jesus says. Come out of him. Right here, we have the friction of Mark's story this morning. Right here, if you, if you take a moment and step back and look at the encounter between 
the person with the evil spirit in Jesus, it almost comes down as an old western movie. On one side, you have the spirit walking in. The man with the evil spirit. And on the other side, you have Jesus with the Holy Spirit. It's almost like the evil spirit in the black 10-gallon hat and the Holy Spirit in the white 10-gallon hat. And they come up to their dueling point. Hands are ready to draw because the evil spirit knows who Jesus is and is ready to make that announcement. Actually does make the announcement. You are the Holy One from God. Silence, Jesus says. He does call for the Spirit to come out, but He also wants to make sure that this announcement is not done too early. So many times throughout Jesus' ministry, others are trying to reveal who He is, and He is not ready to reveal the coming kingdom of God or the reign of God and tries to silence others around Him. But here this morning we have this tension. This tension between the evil spirit and this tension between Jesus and the one who has come to explain to us the reign of God. The one who has come and called us into living in God's kingdom. Jesus comes to give us glimpses and characteristics of that kingdom and that reign. Jesus comes to break down barriers, to change the ways in which people lived, showing us the kingdom helps us to understand how we are to liberate people and to set people right with creation. And then Jesus comes to articulate God's intentions to the world. That's what we see as Jesus enters into the synagogue on this day. Not the, not the teaching, not the understanding of the, of the scriptures, but the ways in which we respond, the ways in which we act within the kingdom. And truthfully, each and every day, we might find ourselves in this position. 
And I wonder if that's the reason that we don't have the actual teaching. The teaching might not line up. The teaching might not be appropriate for us. But watching what happened in that during that teaching is very appropriate for us. We come. We come having been offered to be a part of the kingdom, to live in the reign of God. But how often do we find ourselves slipping away from that? We find ourselves in conflict. We find ourselves with evil spirits. And truthfully, we find ourselves at times probably needing our own exorcism, as Jesus portrayed here. I think about our baptismal liturgy. And there's questions that are asked either of the candidate for baptism or of the sponsors of the candidate who cannot speak for themselves. And it's almost that same Western feel. And the questions come at us. Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness? Reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, oppression, in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior? Put your whole trust in His grace and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. Those are those moments. Those moments when it happens. Jesus calls to this spiritual evil spirits around us and says, get out. Get out of them. But unfortunately, we all know the truth. They may have been called out at that moment, that moment in which we were baptized but we find ourselves with other evil spirits around us from time to time. And we are reminded of that every time we participate in a baptism, in someone else's baptism. Because there's another question. There's a question that says, do you as Christ's body, the church, Reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ. Do you reject the evil and wicked 
sources around you? Do you reject those things that are tugging at you and pulling you away from the reign of the kingdom? If you think about it, if you think about that showdown that we have set up this morning between the evil spirits and Jesus and his spirit that he brings into our lives, what evil spirits are under your black 10-gallon hat? What spirits are causing you to step a little further away from the reign and kingdom of God? Is it hatred? Is it greed? Is it envy? I could name several more. Is it an addiction that takes your energy and time? Whatever it is that has pulled you away, whatever it is that has that tug and knows that Jesus is highlighting, that particular evil spirit. Hear the words of Jesus today. Come out. Come out of him. Come out of her. Know that Jesus is watching. Jesus is ready to pull the unclean out. And it will come out on that day so long ago. The question was asked, what is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands unclean spirits and they obey him. Let the authority of Jesus come over you. Let Jesus remove the unclean spirits. Let him call them out. Recognize his authority. And live in the reign of the kingdom of God. Let us pray. Jesus, we know that even today, you can call out those spirits. Call out whatever it is that distances us from you. Call out whatever it is that recognizes you in a way that scares us that we cannot continue in the way we are. We thank you for your teaching. We thank you for your love and care. 
And we thank you for the authority which you bring to us. Your love and compassion and grace. Amen. Receive now this blessing. Go in peace with the knowledge that God's power is given to the church, the body of Christ, for the sake of the life of the world. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.